When it comes to forgiveness, some people say that I will forgive, but I won't forget. Well, that's not how God deals with his children. When we offend our Heavenly Father and ask him to forgive us, his word says that he remembers our sins no more, that he throws our sins in a sea of forgetfulness. And although the offense may come back to our mind, the hurt and the pain of the offense should no longer affect us and be there once a person has truly forgiven someone for the wrong that was done to them. Join us in this conclusion of this series as we connect forgetting with forgiving. of our kitchen table conversation. Um, last week, we talked about forgiveness. It's a powerful, it's powerful. Forgiveness is powerful. It's what we talked about last week. And on tonight, I'm going to come back with forgiveness again, but we're going to hit it from a different perspective tonight. Um, as you see up on the board or up on our heading, our topic is um, coming out of Hebrews 8 and 12 and then out of Micah 7 and 19. We want to connect forgiveness and forgetting together on tonight. Before we get into that, Reverend Mason, if you don't mind, would you lead us in a word of prayer and We'll seek to see what God has to say to and through us on tonight. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus. We, first of all, our Lord, ask for forgiveness for yes. our sins. Sins of omission, sins of commission, sins of the word, and sins of the thought life. Father. Forgive us, Lord. Father, we just want to thank you for another day that you allowed us to see. A uh, day that wasn't promised to us, wasn't guaranteed. But you saw fit, Lord, just to leave us in the land of the living just a little while, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, as we embark tonight on your word, we ask that you would feed us, Father, and give us exactly what we need tonight to communicate feed us, to your people, Father. I ask that the Spirit, Lord, meets us here and that he leads us and guides us into all truth, Father. Yes, Lord. Not only that he leads us and guides us, Father, but he illuminates us, calls us to see and understand the very truth that he leads us to. And as always, Father, it's the application that makes the difference. Yes, Lord. Once we get all of the knowledge and the understanding tonight, Father, we ask that we would be willing to be obedient to apply what we've learned. And Father, we know that your goal, Father, is to conform us into the image of Christ. Yes. So, Father, help us tonight, Lord, to unveil your truth, Father, to your people tonight. And, Father, that all of us, all of us will grow spiritually. And, Lord, we will be the children that you have us to be. Thank you for tonight. We believe it's done. We ask these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you and thank you, Reverend Mason, for that prayer. Um, again, on tonight, we want to connect forgetting and forgiveness. You've heard it said, Reverend Mason, I've heard it said. People say, I'll forgive you, but I won't forget. <laughs> but that's not like God. That, that's just not like God. True. So is that the reason, Reverend Mason, that we don't forget? Can we say we belong to him, but in reality there's some there's some of us that's not like him. Right. Who was it? David Jeremiah that said he got pickers and choosers. Charles Stanton. Charles Stanton. 
Some people want to pick from the word what they can and will do. Right. Forgetting. Now, if forgiveness is powerful, then to forget has to be powerful also. And, you know, we forget a lot. We forget a whole lot. Sometimes we forget what we want to forget. And we hold on to what we want to hold on to. Now, one of the, I don't want to say consequences, but one of the results of growing older is that we don't remember like we used to. It's true. I don't know if anybody's like me, but... I've been looking for my glasses before. And guess where they were? <laughs> they were on my top eyes. On my eyes, <laughs> top of my head. I forgot where I put my glasses. It happens just that quick sometimes. Sometimes I forget where I put my car keys at. A lot of people... You know, you, sometimes you forget to pay a bill. Sometimes you for, Some people have even forgotten to pick up their children from certain events. Or how many men forget their anniversary? Yeah. Or forget their wife or their significant other's birthday? And sometimes people forget mom's birthday and things of that nature. Sometimes people even forget their own children's birthdays and things like that. You were supposed to call me, but I, I forgot. There is things that we have no problem forgetting. But on the flip side, when it comes to forgiving, sometimes it's hard for us to forget. Yeah, it is. Very hard to forget. It's, it's amazing how we can uh, uh, forget things that we really don't want to retain and remember things that we shouldn't. Um, and it always seems to be in the bad sense all the time. Uh, it's amazing how we can go back and pull things up that's been done years and years before. Mm-hmm. And it's so fresh at that time as if it happened just a few hours ago. Talk about it, um, But we can't remember uh, what we've done sometime just a, just a day or so ago. Right. But the things that would cause us the most trouble or most pain, uh, the things that make us bitter, things that make us upset and mad, seem like there's something there that tends to hang on to it and won't release it, just, just let it go, you know, it's, it's like, I would let it go, but, but. And we don't realize that what's happening to us is that it's actually killing us, the one who's been offended, more than it's uh, killing the one who offended you. People don't understand that, but that's, that's a powerful statement right there. Because you don't want to let it go because of maybe the hurt that it caused you or the damage that was done uh, to you or one of your loved ones. And so you continue to hang on to things uh, that seems to, to, to take you to a place 
where you really don't want to be. Low places. Yeah. And it is low places. And all it is, even though it might have been physical, it could have been verbal, but we hang on to it as if it's some type of uh, necessity and you tell people say well you need to forget that thing and let it go but they say they can't I can't forget I seem to have a problem with the I can't as I, as I sit here and we talk about this <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about myself and some of the things that I've been encountered in my life uh, when it comes down to forgiveness and uh, what makes it really hard is when you know that you've done nothing wrong and people have assumed that you did something uh, not have all the facts uh, they think in one way because of some uh, he say she say information that was told to them. And so now they're using that as facts and evidence that they're right about what they're uh, offended you for. And you know you didn't. And so when you look at what happened as a result of that, sometimes it is hard to keep thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that we're all so spiritual and so close to the Lord and so righteous to where we don't think like that, even though we're, we're, we're preachers, we're ministers of God, you know, and, and that those type of things don't bother us to a certain extent. I'm not going to sugarcoat that and say that, well, um, you know, the closer you get to God, the, the more it won't bother you. Well, I would say uh, that those things bother you no matter what. Uh, and I only say that now is because you're dealing with a human part of yourself as well as a spiritual part. And so to try not to think about things like that, it's hard to do. And so that's where we need that help at. That's where we need the uh, supernatural help from the Holy Spirit uh, to help us in our uh, forgetting and forgiving of uh, being offended, which is hard to do. But if it wasn't, if we wasn't able to do it, then Jesus would have never told us to do it. He would never tell us to do something that he wouldn't equip us to be able to do. You ever seen two kids fight first? And a few minutes later, they've forgotten all about it. Yeah. And they're right back playing like nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. Adults aren't like that. Some of them, most of them, the majority of them. Right. Because you wrong me, I'm going to remember it. True. How many times has a person got saved, thank you, Lord? And somebody says, so-and-so. Oh, not so-and-so. Uh-uh. Him? Preaching? I, I remember when we used to. You mean tell me, they let him in the pulpit? <laughs> not, not him. Ain't it amazing? People will remember your past, <laughs> but they'll forget their own. Exactly. Look at what Paul went through when he got changed. True. They were scared of Paul. True. Like, he the one that used to, and that's the way people do you. And a lot of times these are Christian folks that do this thing. A lot of times these are saved folks. You know, the Bible, toting tongue, talk 
and God told me to tell you praise, blessed, and highly favored in the Lord, folks. <laughs> Not those folks. Them same folks that sometimes so spiritually minded they know earthly good. Forgiveness and forgetting go hand in hand. Now here's the thing. Some people say, well, wait a minute, y'all. You want me just to forget what they did to me. You don't know what they did to me. No, I don't. Don't need to know. But as a child of God, as the episode last week and the one we put up yesterday, last night say. God said in Matthew 6, 14 and 15, if you forgive men, I'll forgive you. But if you don't forgive men, God's not going to forgive you. And we say this, to be like Jesus, that's all I want to be. To be like Jesus, it means so much to me. With the very fact, you and I and every other believer are believers now. Is because we've been forgiven. God has took what we did, which was wrong against him, and forgiven us about it. And watch this. Not only did he forgive us of it, I mean, forgiven us of it. And so not only has he forgiven us of it, he don't talk about it no more. But folks want to say, you remember what you did to me. You, you know what you did. It's true. You know what you did wasn't right. You know how you mistreated mama. You know how you mistreated daddy. You know how you weren't there for us. You know how you left for us and went and got another family. Folk want to hold on, and, and I said this in my book, that people tend to feed the hurt that hurts them. They keep the hurt alive. And not forgetting is one way to do that. Now, Paul said something in Philippians 3. But Paul says, and I'm summarizing I haven't obtained yet. He said, but that which I'm called for, I keep reaching, I keep, you know, reaching forward, trying to attain it. And he said, there's one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth to those things which are before me. Now, here's the thing with forgetting. Sometimes the mind will bring it up. But how you respond to what the mind brings up, situations or hurt, things like that, lets us know whether you've forgotten the situation or not, whether that situation still affects or influences you. It's true. Because when someone has done something to hurt you, and believe you me, people are going to do things to hurt other people. That's just without a shadow of a doubt. That's going to happen. And, and I think they, they've, they've harbored it, held on to it so long to where it actually has come a part of them. Uh, I've heard people say, well, I, I can't sleep because when I think about uh, what they said or what they've done, you know, I'm, I'm worried about it all day long, you know, even while I'm working and, and trying to focus reading or, or whatever it is, I'm, I'm thinking about what they've done. And, and, and you, you, you can hang on to things so long to where it just basically begins to consume you to where that's all you think about. You can't function properly like you like you used to. Uh, scripture about David uh, in the Bible when he talked about how uh, 
what worryation does to you. Uh, and it's a known fact now. The medical doctors have uh, have looked into it, and and they say it's a known fact now that worryation causes the bodily organs to break down, to where you can actually have heart attacks and strokes, uh, high blood pressure. You know, just from worrying about things, uh, can't let go. Um, you know, and when you think about David's past and where uh, his sin and, and the things that uh, took place in that sin, you know, uh, when you harbor that type of sin inside of you, it causes your body to go under these different physical uh, changes, yeah, that cause these functions to break down. And so uh, people don't understand that it, when that begins to happen, you've got to get rid of it. And sometimes we go to the doctor. The doctor, there's a problem wrong with you. You know, he looks all over you and searches you and run this test and that test and he can't find anything that's wrong with you. And he finally kind of comes to the conclusion that this thing that's bothering you, you know, this problem that's going on, must be phys not physical, but it must be kind of psychological. Mental, emotional. Yeah, mentally it's, it's breaking you down now, or it's causing you to have these these different problems. And, and they found that out uh, with uh, a lot of people now, that a lot of their sicknesses have come from uh, basically just the, the worryation or, or harboring unforgiveness, uh, which is uh, so powerful that it has that type of effect on you. You know, even, even Jesus told us about worry, about worryation, you know, that you can't add, yeah, exactly, and, and, and that you can't add not one statue to yourself. Uh, by word, yeah. you know, and, and so when 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 you look at this thing of forgiveness and forgetting, um, trying to do it on your own, you can't do it. So he 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 causes us to, uh, and I think about the scripture you you quoted before. Uh, Matthews, where he talks about us forgiving one another or forgiving our brothers. You know, if you don't forgive them, neither would our Father forgive you. Now, he, he doesn't leave that as a, a suggestion for you. And, and I'm looking at how he's saying that. He's saying that this is something and every Christian needs to know that this is something that you have to do. There it is. There it is. We, we, we won't, I mean, it's not even up for discussion. You know, because you, you got to look at how powerful this is. We all know that we want forgiveness. Right. We all know what Christ, when he died on the cross, was for. You know, it's for the forgiveness of our sins. You know, basically for the sins of the whole world. That when we put our trust in the finished work that Jesus Christ did for us on the cross, that he forgives us for our sins. He paid the price, you know. Uh, when, when you look at that, he's saying that even though I've done that for you, I still want you to forgive one another. Because he says now, if you don't do that, your heavenly Father will not forgive you. Is, is that what he's saying for real? Not what he's saying. If you don't forgive one another, now, no, but uh, she killed my daddy. If you don't forgive me in their trespass. Yeah, but he killed my mother. If you don't forgive me in their trespass. Well, she kidnapped my son. But here's the thing. And sometimes Christians are right where you are. 
Christians, those that confess salvation. They want to reap the benefits of forgiveness, but they don't want to extend what they're reaping. They want the forgiveness, but when people offend them, that it's hard for them to forgive and to forget. I went back and I looked up the word forgive um, and you know how we do it because we don't want to be scripturally incorrect. Exactly. So I went and looked at the meaning of the word forgetting that Paul used in Philippians 3.13. I won't try to pronounce the Greek word, but it means, watch this, to forget, to neglect, no longer caring for, forgotten, given over to oblivion, uncared for. So when Paul says, I'm forgetting those things which are behind me, he says just that, I'm forgetting it. I'm letting it go. I'm neglecting to call it to remember it. I no longer care for this stuff. So people have to learn how to get there. Gotta learn how to, gotta learn how to forget some stuff. I like that. Because remember we said about forgiveness. Forgiveness is about surrender, release, and peace. Surrender, release, and peace. You know what I'm What you mean? When you open up your heart to forgive somebody, you say, hold up. I got to stop this. You're surrendering to God's word. Because his word said, if you don't forgive men their trespasses, right. neither will your heavenly father forgive you of your trespass. Then there's the surrender. Watch this. Here's the release. Letting people go. It's a double release though. When you let them go, you free yourself so you let yourself go, which brings about peace. It's true. true. And the way to maintain and to keep all this is to then move from forgiveness to forgetting. is to no longer play that stuff in your mind. And here's one of the biggest issues with forgetting and letting stuff go. You know who it is? It's the devil. <laughs> you remember how he treated you. Forget means to inadvertently neglect to do, bring, or mention something. That's all like I forget where my glasses are. Mm-hmm. But on another issue, forget means to put out of one's mind to cease to think or to consider. True. So when I forget about what has been done to me, I'm able to move forward freely. I'm not carrying all that junk with me because that's all it is. Right. Harboring unforgiveness is just carrying a load. That's where the release is. It's true. Again, you surrender to the Spirit of God's work, to the Spirit. Because the Spirit would not have us to continue to walk in unforgiveness. So once you surrender, you release the person that offended you. And then you release yourself from holding on to that. Then you've got peace. I don't think a lot of people understand that. And I told the story in the first episode about my friend who was a preacher who hated his dad for a while. Because of the way his dad mistreated his mom. So one day God told him, you're in prison. And you can get out anytime you want to. Right. What you mean I can get out anytime I want to? I'm in prison. I ain't in no prison. And there's another problem with holding on to unforgiveness. Is you're in denial also. You think you're okay, but you're not. You think all is well, but you're not. Right. God said, the key to getting out of this prison you're at is called forgiveness. Somebody need to hear that. All you got to do is forgive somebody. 
And once you forgive them, you release them. So since you're releasing them, you let it go. It's like in our scripture tonight. Micah, let's go to Hebrews. Unless you got something you want to go first. No, I, I just wanted to just, just add to what you said earlier. You said that, uh, and one of the things, and I think it's something that we overlook most okay. of the time, is that you have to learn how to forget. How to forget. See, even Paul said it over in, uh, I think, Philippians 4, where he said he had to learn how to be content. In whatever state he was in, see, when we when we look at the Apostle Paul, he just wasn't this person that uh, once he became the Apostle Paul, he was just automatically content, you know, still with no problem. Right, still growing. So he, he even admits himself, and I, I like because it's recorded because he said this is a a behavior or a type of mindset that he had to learn how to do. And so even with forgiveness, and you think about uh, how hard that is, and, and Paul said uh, he, he learned in whatever state that he's in. Therewith to be content. <laughs> exactly. To be content. He didn't say, oh, it was automatic for me. You know, uh, somebody done something bad to me or offended me. Oh, no problem. You know, automatic. I learned how to be content with it. You know. Well, you got some people that learn quicker than others. Well, uh, just the way life is. Just the way life is. That's the only thing I can say. Yeah. Just the way life is. But for the Christian man, I can, I can understand the sinner man mm -hmm. holding on, right, and harboring unforgiveness. I can, I can understand that because they don't have the Spirit of God, right, the Spirit of Christ, living in them and working in them. Mm -hmm. But the saint, the born again believer. Harboring unforgiveness True. and not forgetting. That's not what God said. Look what God said in, in uh, Hebrews 8 and 12. He says, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness. I didn't even look at that at first. The act of forgiving is showing mercy. And mercy is when you don't get what you deserve. Right. So God says here, I'm going to be merciful to their unrighteousness. So whoever has, has wronged you has committed something not right against you. <clears throat> and if we're going to be like God, we have to show mercy and forgive them. This is what God said. Sure. And their sins and their trust and their iniquities Will I remember no more? Now people say, well, the mind will bring it back up. It's true. The mind may regurgitate it from time to time. Yeah. But the Spirit of God can erase what the mind brings if you right. allow. Again, it's about being in subjection and surrendering. Because if it's brought back up, the Holy Ghost can bring it up, I would say. But I would venture to say that the devil brings it up. Right. The Holy Ghost probably won't bring it up. I'm not sure. I haven't even thought or looked into that. But I know the devil will bring it up to cause more chaos. It's as if the Holy Spirit will say, let it go and move on. So I don't think the Holy Ghost will bring it up. I have to think that the Holy Ghost will say, let it go. I'm sure. In, in, in the subconscious mind now. Now the subconscious. But that's going to be the devil himself. Trying to get you to get stirred up again. Yeah. Yeah. Because God can give you progress, but the devil wants you to regress. Yeah. Always. I always want to do the opposite of what, of what God, God wants to do. Yeah. Exactly. So the God thing to do about forgiveness is to forgive and forget. Mm -hmm. We wrap this up here. Yeah. We just said a mouthful of that. <laughs> Look at all our mess. Yeah. How many times has he forgiven us over and over and over again? All the time. And he, he don't never say, tell me, you remember what you did? He don't never bring this stuff back up. He said, I'll remember it no more. 
When a Christian gonna get like that? To where the wrong that's done against us, when somebody asks us to forgive us, to let it go, but then again to remember it no more. You know, everything that that Christ done when he was down here, you know, it was like a a model for us there you go. to to follow basically in his footsteps. You know, started first of all when he called the disciples and told them to follow him. He wasn't talking about just literally following me, but he's like, watch me. Imitate me. Yeah, exactly. Imitate me the way I am. You know, uh, I want you to be basically become a, a replica of me. You know, carbon copy, you know, so to speak. Uh, and and they was basically on their way because you know even when the the scribes and the, and the high priests and uh, a lot of the people that that saw the disciples that didn't even know it they was with Jesus just by hearing them talk and the way they act they knew that they had been with him. So they they have the uh, blueprint. Yeah, blueprint is already that, that's a good word for it. Blueprint right there in front of it. Now, what's the problem when you got the blueprint right there in front of you that you can't follow? But here's the problem when you don't follow the blueprint. Yeah, but why shouldn't you follow? I mean, you should follow the blueprint when the blueprint is basically self-explanatory. It's simple. You know, you, you read it, it says to do this and to do that. Because people like to deviate from the blueprint. Well, I don't want to put this corner right there. I want this corner over here. But if you move the blueprint, a collapse is going to occur. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get by people not following the blueprint. Some type of collapse or some type of destruction happens. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't follow the blueprint. Here's the destruction. Here's the problem with Christians not following the blueprint. You forget what's been done for you. You forget how much you've been forgiven. And you don't do for somebody what God did for you. Because I didn't catch this when we first read it, but it says, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. So he said, I'm going to show you mercy by forgetting what the wrong you did. That's being like God. We got to wrap. We got to wrap. It's true. I was just thinking about, he said that his mercies are new. Every morning. Every morning. This is how you do what he says here in Hebrews 12. I mean, Hebrews 8 12. You go over and you look at Micah 7 and 19. He says, He will turn again. He will have compassion on us. He will subdue our iniquities. Watch this. And thou will cast their sins into the depths of the sea. He's thrown out, people say the sea of forgetfulness, but he throws them into the depths. And the thing about God, he don't go, he doesn't go scuba diving. Right. Why folks always want to go scuba diving for your past? You know, he 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 when he says this, if you think about it. He's trying to give us a clue. <laughs> and what I mean by that, he says, uh, the sins he cast out sins. Now, and notice he said he cast all of them. All of their sins. Into the depths of the sea. All. Yep. Now, when you think about how deep the sea is, 
they haven't even been able to go to the very depths of the sea. But when you think about how deep the sea is, it's like, well, it's so deep that when I bury these or cast these into the depths of the sea, I'm not trying to bring them back up. You know, they're so deep the way you can't go get them. See, if, if you look at reality about how deep the sea is, uh, we, we can't go all the way to the bottom because of the pressure. Uh, I forgot what they call it, some type of pressure. It's not, it's not barometric pressure, is it? But it's a pressure uh, that's so uh, strong that basically we can explode or the, 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 uh, the device that they're using to go down or the vehicle that they used to go down in. It could explode. But he's letting us know that when I bury them to the depths of the sea, the intention is, is not to even bring them up no more because they buried so deep. And that's what we should do. We should bury things so deep to where it's so deep we can't even bring them up no more. But the devil got scuba dives. Yeah. yeah. And they go scuba diving, watch this, for other folks' wrongs and bypass their own. Mm-hmm. When they should have stopped at their own. Maybe they're going to scuba diving for other folks because theirs might be deeper than other folks. That's true. True. Final words. I think this uh, thing of uh, forgetting, uh, as I stated earlier, is something that has to be learned. It, it could be two, two things. Uh, we know that all of us right now are in what we call the sanctification process. So I, I, I can't overlook that. Uh, and you said earlier, what's come, some people, it comes a little easier for them to do than it does others. Uh, some people, are just more obedient than others. True. Uh, if God say do something, well, they do it. Uh, some things they might struggle with. This may not be one issue that they struggle with when it comes down to, uh, to asking forgiveness or even going to someone and telling them that they forgive them, uh, for what you know might have happened to them. But you have to look at it. <clears throat> All of us are different. We talked about it, and I'll, I'll say this right quick. Uh, and you asked the question earlier. When we were in school, if there were 30 students in a class, okay, same teacher gets up, uh, does a math problem, all 30 kids look at the math problem. They see her work the problem in order to get the answer. And once she gets the answer, she always used to ask us, you know, say, well, did everybody understand that? And you might see 20 hands go up. So 20, 20 people in the class, they saw her. 20 students saw the answer. All right, she'll work it again. Then she asked the question again, did everybody understand? Well, you might see 25 hands go up. Say, okay, I'm gonna do it one more time. She'll work it out again. Then she'll ask him, she'll say, now, did everybody understand that? Well, you see all the hands go up, okay? All right, so teacher that has plenty of experience, she knows that some of them are lying. Right. And the reason why they're lying is because if they didn't get it after the third time, they didn't want to let everybody else know that they didn't get it, so they're going to raise their hand to seem like they did. But again, the teacher would give what you call a pop quiz. Right. And once she gives that pop quiz, that pop quiz is going to determine who actually really did get the question or get the answer to the, uh, to the problem and who didn't. And, and what I'm saying about that is that even though we're being taught the same lesson 
by the same teaching, which is the Holy Spirit. Why is it, as in the classroom, all of them didn't get it? There are desires working in the education. There are desires, and then there's what you were just talking about. This inert fear of I can't be looked at as not knowing. That's why those that the teacher know didn't get it. They sit there and they don't want to be stigmatized or talked about. But the bottom line is, is choice. Because what I've come to understand is what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, if you really want to do it, you do what's necessary to do that. It can be, it can be done. It's just about you choosing whether to do it or not. Right. It's about what you decide that whether I'm going to continue to carry this or I'm going to let this thing go. Because again, getting away from the kids, the kids have to decide, I mean, speaking on the kids, the kids have to decide, I need this. This is going to help me some way, somehow. So I've got to do what I need to do to reap the benefits of this right here. Right. Same thing with the Christian or those in the forgiveness realm. Forgiving and forgetting is for the individual's benefit. Because again, it's about the release, the surrender, the release, and the peace. I don't want to walk around here mad at somebody all of my life. Right. That's a heavy burden to carry. It's true. Especially for those that carry it for somebody that did something that offended them or hurt them and that person's gone on. Why in the world wouldn't I try to forgive that? And I know sometimes it's hard. Pain is hard sometimes in dealing with it. Pain will take you to some deep, dark places. I know, been there. But for the child of God, and I'm trying to leave this alone, for the child of God, you gotta realize that one, as you said, it's not a choice. This is something you have to do. But you ought to put in somewhere in your memory, somewhere in your thinking, somewhere you ought to say, look at all I've done. And God forgave me. Why can't I forgive somebody else? Right. That's my closing words. Along with once I forgive, now it's time to forget it. Because the hindrance is gone. The block is gone now. Once I I forgive and forget, they go together. I forgive you, but I ain't going to forget. You really aren't forgiving. If you're still holding on to it, you're not forgiving. If it comes up, sometimes, like I said, it can come up in the subconscious, but mostly it's going to be the devil that's bringing it up. In our conclusion, I, I'll say this. Uh, so, God has given us what all we need to be able to do what He asks us to do. Yes, sir. So, it's not a question of I can't, because He's already equipped us with the ability to do it. Right. And with the power to do it. Again, right. Right. So it comes down to the point where we say, I want. Not I can't. I just don't want to. Again, choice. Yeah. So it boils down to choice. And, 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 and when you look at that choice, we can't blame it on God. See, it points right back at us. Somebody said that when you point your finger like this, one finger at somebody else. You got the other four pointing back at you. Right. So you're more guiltier than the one that you're pointing the one finger at. So we, we, we can't get away from this thing because, first of all, uh, he, he's given us everything that we need in order to do what he's asking us to do. But we have to make the choice whether or not to do it. 
That's it, right? And he's not gonna make us do it. But he 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 loves us enough to show us and tell us exactly what to do. That part right there. It's a it's a choice. But again, boils down to. forgiveness and forgetting go hand in hand. Right. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on tonight. We hope we've said something to encourage your hearts along the way. We hope we've said something to help you. We actually had someone call us about one of our episodes and tell us thank you that that episode was exactly what they needed because they had been struggling with something dealing with forgiveness. So on tonight, we hope you understand. God said he remembers our sins no more. He's merciful to us in our unrighteousness. He says he takes our sins, all of our sins, and throws them in the sea of forgetfulness. If you're having a problem forgiving and forgetting, have a talk with God. He'll help you. He'll lead you. The Holy Spirit will help you to learn how. And Reverend Mason said, it's a learning process. It does not come overnight with everybody. Forgive them. Forget it. That way you, you accomplish the fact of the surrender, the release, and the peace. And you let yourself out of this jail. God bless you. Take care. And until next time, be blessed. hope that you've been blessed by these series on forgiveness and that you now have a better insight on the benefits and blessings of forgiving. Surrender, release, and peace. Surrender to God's word that commands and requires us to forgive. Release the person who offended you and also release the weight of the burden of carrying the offense. And then finally, be at peace. So until our next episode, God bless you, and may heaven continue to smile upon you and your loved ones.